What is it you wanna know? Dig into the core, deeper things. I've noticed your tone has changed. My eyes are straight over your shoulder. Are you testing my nerves or feeling the urge for connection? We like two people acting, but one is absent. Stop asking. Hello, good day. Welcome at another episode of the Slim Radio Live Sessions. Sitting here across of Josephine Odil, who just played us some wonderful music. The first song, I believe, is called 
fly on the wall. First of all, yeah, welcome. Thank you for being here. And thank you for playing. Uh, of course, of course, it's uh, it's our pleasure. Tell us a bit about uh, about the song, the first song, "Fly on the Wall." I really like the vibe. It's very it's very dreamy. Like it really took me away in a way because I was listening with the headphones, of course. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, um, it's about um, being an introverted person on mm. a party with extroverted people. Okay. And um, I think we all have that that when you're there and you see people that you haven't seen in a long time that everybody uh, asks you the same questions and you have the feeling that you have to just work away this list of the obvious questions yeah and sometimes uh, I just want to be there and just enjoy the vibe and listen to other people's story but just not uh, interact <laughs> that much so it's uh, it's for all the people who feel awkward at parties sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that's everybody, in, uh, depending on what the party is. Yeah. Do, do you consider yourself a bit of an introverted person? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah? Well, yeah, you're not totally introverted or totally no, extroverted, of for course. Sure. But, uh, yeah, I, I, can, I think I lean a bit into the introverted spectrum. I don't know how to say it in English, but... No, I feel... I feel yeah. <laughs> No, I feel I, I know what you mean. So you feel I I I was listening to it and I already thought like uh, I heard heard a few cues like uh, when you were talking about interrogations. Well, I thought it was a conversation, but I didn't I didn't know that it was about being introverted at a party. You know? Yeah. Well. Yeah. It the insp it started like the the idea for the song started at a. Um, like this family party mm, and uh, yeah. those are the worst <laughs> those are the worst yes <laughs> that's where all the the awkward questions are uh, are happening like yeah how's your music going are you famous yet <laughs> did you make a lot of money and are you like no uh, no no <laughs> that's the classic <laughs> yes so that's where the idea started and then you feel like people are just asking and you just want to yeah yeah I but feel li I feel like like at other parties at um, other social gatherings maybe it's a bit more maybe uh, not everybody knows who you are or what you do so it's a bit more open right yeah yeah but exactly. if you go to a family party everybody knows yeah. exactly what you're doing so that's when you're really gonna have these repetitive questions exactly and sometimes on on parties in like the Amsterdam music scene you know a lot of people and it's always about music and your career so that's but it's 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 that's also fun with family. It's definitely the worst. But it's also fun with family. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really depends. I feel like uh, I feel like the repetitive nature of such conversations can be a, can be a bit like ah. Yeah. It sometimes feels like you're repeating yourself yeah. over and over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have I have to be honest. I I also ask these kind of questions <laughs> to people that you don't know what to talk about and just what can I ask? Uh, what are you studying? And then yeah, you're just doing. The exact same, the yeah. same thing. I know what you mean. I, I I always hate it for myself when I when I when I catch myself doing that. Yeah. I always have it in like a uh, public transport and stuff. You know, that's it. It feels to me like in public transport you never have anything to talk about with people, and then you just go like, "Yo, what are, what are you studying actually?" Yeah. Well, like you don't really mi care what they do, you know. Yeah, but then in public transport, it's already very nice that you have a conversation with someone that's apparently not just looking on their phone. So then, then it's. I think less. Uh, that's already a good thing. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> so at these parties where you uh, where you feel a bit interrogated, you would much rather actually be a fly on the wall, like a spectator who can just enjoy the vibe and uh, not have to be uh, questioned in this way. Yeah, like uh, sometimes it feels uh, 
it's very nice to interact with people but sometimes can be a bit exhausting when you're not in the in the right mood or something and then you just want to just stand there with your drink and just look at all everything and just check out the details in the room and uh, <laughs> just disappear for a bit <laughs> yeah so that's why like dis- in disappear in the crowd a little bit yes that's really uh not convenient for me to want to be a, s- a singer <laughs> and also <laughs> want to disappear in the crowd <laughs> that's so funny because you could have like a little gig and then people are asking you about the songs and you'll be like nah i don't i don't actually want this <laughs> <laughs> i just want to disappear in the crowd yeah yeah i don't know why i do that to myself <laughs> <laughs> but do you feel the same when standing standing on a stage or when performing because you're you know when you're standing in a stage you're doing a gig you're kind of the center of uh, attention for everybody that's uh, that's around which does leave a lot of uh, opportunity for people to at first you know see you in the spotlight and also uh, ask you about everything you sing everything you perform you know yeah well it's a weird relationship me and performing yeah like uh i have the feeling that i i have to do it because i love m- making music and i love to uh, make music with my band and want to get the songs out there but every time before uh, a performance i feel like oh, what am i doing <laughs> why <laughs> i just really uh, I get really anxious and then uh during the show it, it mostly go uh, goes away but and then afterwards i'm really happy that i did it but it's always um i wonder if i'll get used to it ever yeah but maybe that actually what makes it uh like a very nice moment as well like that you get a bit anxious that you feel like oh i don't know if i i don't know if i want to do this yeah because then it feels very fulfilling when you have done exactly. it exactly right yeah i guess it's all natural <laughs> you know maybe because do you use any tricks to trick yourself into still doing it like in the best fashion uh you mean like th- what do yeah you mean? I, I mean like i mean like uh for me when i get anxious i always try to trick myself and be like no you're not uh, you're not nervous you're just excited i try to hype myself up ah. a little bit you know Ooh. No, I, 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 I don't hype myself up. I try to calm down, like <laughs> because uh, I'm already like really high in uh, my breath and stuff. Yeah. But I, yeah, I just go do um, do my makeup and just prepare myself. That's that's the only and thing. And then you I can just do. jump in the deep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Does it differ for you, like um, when you're doing uh, a performance for like a small group of people, let's say intimate uh, concert or? A big group of people does it does it make you more ner- nervous or less nervous or is it just being on the stage that uh, that it that it's about mm, i don't know um at first it was for everyone maybe <laughs> the performances for for a small room can be more intimidating yeah but uh nah, it depends because if I if I had to do a show for a really big audience right now uh, with the whole COVID situation and you haven't performed for a long time, I would be um, very stressed out. So yeah, yeah. I don't know if it it makes a difference. Yeah, I feel like when you're on a roll a little bit or you do yeah, it. Yeah, you get into the routine and yeah, then exactly. it's, it's better. Yeah, it gets less of a less of a big thing in your head. Yes. Like you say, like after COVID, if you're if you uh, haven't had the chance of, to perform, of course, during this whole period. Then you're a bit rusty, of course, when yeah. you uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> when you go to do it again. So, what what was the writing process like for uh, for a song as this? Because I really like the the lyrics of your of your music. Thanks. How was the writing process for for this song? Because you already had the concept, you said. Yeah, 
so it's funny when you're writing a song it's it's your um like your whole mind is working on we have to finish this song and then when you finish it you can't really get i can't really get back to oh this was step one and then step two it's oh, okay so you're working on something and then suddenly it's done and then it feels like it yeah this sounds really really vague but then it yeah. feels like it it was always there <laughs> um but i'm someone that can uh, i can really take my time with lyrics and puzzle for each each word yeah uh, and i uh, yeah i already written the the chords and made a little demo and then we worked it out with the with the band but yeah, I, I don't know what to tell what to tell about mm-hmm. this song. <laughs> yeah, for you, it does. It did sound very, uh, very meticulous. But I do really relate with you in a sense of that you say that sometimes you write something, and when writing, you know, every you do anything, everything according to how it makes sense when you're writing it, and then you finish it, and sometimes you even almost forget a little bit um, what the lyrics were or why they were like that, you know, because you're already you already finished it. Like the chapter is, uh, yeah, is closed in a sense. Yeah. Yeah, and especially when it takes a long time because sometimes you have an idea for a lyric and then like I'm not a not a person that finishes a lot of songs within two days or something. No, <laughs> no, no, no. You you take your time with it. Then. I take my time. Well, I didn't, yeah, that sounds like I uh, I plan to take my time, but <laughs> I'm just really perfectionistic. So perfect is that the English word? Perfection? Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, it just take it just takes a lot of time <laughs> for me. And then when when do you feel? Because I I myself uh, I'm not necessarily a perfectionist. How do you? F- when do you know when a song is done? Do you just feel it, or is it just like that final piece of the puzzle that gets put in and you're like we're done? Yeah, with lyrics it really feels like a final puzzle, and then you sing it over the m- music, and then you feel like oh yeah, it's really. Uh, fa- um, it really clicks or something but yeah sometimes it's also just you have to force yourself to say okay this is done <laughs> and not <laughs> over 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 um organize it or something yeah yeah i feel you i feel like there's a certain point where you can keep changing stuff mm-hmm. but then it's kind of hard to 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 know whether it's still getting better or yeah. if you're just moving stuff around and it's uh yeah you can use a lot of well, you can lose a lot of the um, the the um, the first vibe that was there yeah. and then sometimes i feel like oh no this is too literal or th- these words are not uh special enough and then you can really make it very uh, you can force it to be difficult or make it pretentious if yeah. you if you go yeah. on too long and then it's just okay so you used a lot of difficult words but now yeah, it doesn't yeah. it doesn't flow so <laughs> for sure yeah with lyrics that's a very difficult thing because you want to pack a lot of uh, meaning in it of course but then uh, a lot of people when listening to music they they go off of vibes and, yeah, and don't do. even listen to the lyrics you know yeah and even if they are li- listening to the lyrics they have to get this image and sometimes the the simpler words they paint a m- more beautiful picture than all the very long words and stuff yes but yeah most of the people aren't even listening to lyrics <laughs> that is the that's the unfortunate part for lyricists that really go uh that really take their time to p- to paint this wonderful picture of words you know and then uh and then sometimes people don't even uh listen to them yeah hmm. 
I don't yeah so like I don't really mind actually I like it when people listen to the lyrics and they say oh I really like the lyrics and of course it's very very fun but to complete nice uh, to make nice lyrics it's also it's more important for myself because yeah I could couldn't sing anything um, that I don't support lyric wise yeah so if people don't listen that's that's cool but at least I'm in, I'm uh, okay with the lyrics yeah then. at least you're happy with it yes. and you feel like this is what it should be and this is what should be uh, should be said yes amazing amazing you know I'm really getting hungry for for another song if you could please play us another one is that is that a possibility yeah sure amazing thanks See your mouth move and your hands speak many gestures But the words don't come across You seem to know my name and claim we met before But I don't remember you Transitory moments, time is see Save a penny for the ferryman 
Because Fien, the, 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 this song was called, uh, was called Merry Go Round, right? Yes. This song also is super, super vibey, super vibey. It, I really like with, the, with your music that when I'm listening to it, yeah, like I said earlier, it really brings me along on, a, on sort of a ride. And that does it in the same, it does that with the music and also with uh, the lyrics. You know, I'm really, I'm really uh, anticipating what you're going to say next. I really, I'm really looking forward to hear the, um, the next part of the song each time when I listen to it oh, during the session. Um, so this song, Merry Go Round, I feel like uh, for me, it was a bit uh, more abstract to see like, what, what is this about? Because it could be about a lot of things, you know, I could fill it in myself but of course i didn't write the song <laughs> yeah but well uh, i think f filling in the meanings part of listening for sure so i can write something and think that's about this but if you hear something <laughs> else that's also true <laughs> <laughs> no that 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 is for sure true and i and i do uh, adhere to this uh, usually when i'm listening to music by myself but now i'm presented with this wonderf <laughs> wonderful opportunity sitting across the artist who uh, who wrote it so I am very curious what uh what th what this song uh, means to you. Uh yeah, I uh it's about death. Yeah? <laughs> yes, I wrote it for my grandma. Uh, oh. oh, grandma. Um no, it's actually about dementia and and death and about the transition from life to death through dementia. So, um I just with the song, I tried to make a world for my grandma to just uh, slip into a dream mm. and then just sail away <laughs> instead of just dying. Yeah. So that's what it's about. And uh, yeah, that's it, actually. <laughs> there, there were there were a few cues that could have uh, given that away. There, there was this one uh, metaphor you used, I think. Uh, where you say like give a uh, if I I'm paraphrasing but you said something like give a give a penny to the fisher uh, yeah man. a penny uh, save a penny for the ferryman yeah yeah exactly that's that's like a metaphor in like a uh, Greek mythology of exactly. like having to uh, right <laughs> yes university radio <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, yeah it's just uh, yeah about <coughs> the sailing away on the on a, just a gentle river and then that fitted into the lyrics so yeah so you say you said uh, quite harshly you know the song is about death so when playing such a such a song do you do does it feel like a sad song to you no no actually no because it's uh, uh it's uh, ma it makes for me it makes death a little softer and more like a um a hazy dream to step into instead of something uh, yeah sudden or something yeah and uh yeah for m for my grandma and i think death is a part of of life as well wow so cliche <laughs> but yeah but it's true yeah and uh, yeah i saw her she she got uh she, with the dementia it was really not nice for her as well so yeah i think then it would yeah it was nice it's nice to know that that ends that yeah. you don't have to suffer from and dementia and anxiety and sometimes just uh at the end of everything you just uh can rest yeah so it's not a not a sad song but in the months after that uh a young f like a young friend of of my family uh passed away mm. and then the song got another meaning so then yeah. when i sang it in those months it was a, a, a little bit harder but uh still it's uh 
yeah, it's not a not a negative song. Yeah, no, I for sure didn't uh, didn't feel like that either. It's crazy that a song that you wrote for somebody in your life, your grandma, can get a new meaning when yeah. um, when when death occurs in a in a different person that you also uh, know. Because the like yeah, like the song still applies. Of course, you really wish everybody to uh, to in death to kind of like. Um, have this transition to something new instead of like uh, this idea of it being like a slap yeah. or like a, a sudden and, and everything's gone, you yeah. know? Yeah, I don't really believe in an afterlife, but yeah, the, the transition about just just rest and let it go, that's, that's what the song should uh, should offer to people. Yeah. Not that the song will kill people, but <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> when you're dying, play the song. <laughs> <laughs> Have when a nice you die, <laughs> <laughs> that would be so. Cool. You know, that's a big market. <laughs> yeah, I hear a lot of people die. <laughs> <laughs> and and but that's also the metaphor, kind of uh, of that's what I feel like when you're saying this now with the mid the merry-go-round that that goes that goes slower in the end, right? Yeah, when you get on the merry-go-round, you know, you have to get off sometimes. So that's that's what it was about. Yeah. It's a very, it's a very wonderful song. I, I could have, there were, like I said, there were a few things that I could have um, made up of that it was about death, but I didn't know for sure because it could just be about life. Just because uh, I thought it was, it could have been about life, uh, life as well. You know, it's a, yeah. it's also so, uh, so, so connected. It's so, it's so, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's so connected, life <laughs> and death. And and I feel like there were some, there were some moments. I cannot paraphrase this. I'm sorry, but there were a few lyrics in the song where you just had this this uh, rhyme. Um, it was it was in one particular verse, and you had this rhyme, and it was just such a beautiful rhyme. You know, I think everybody looks in something different uh, in lyrics, but when words rhyme in a very nice or unexpected uh, way, I always get like this little warm feeling in my chest, <laughs> like oh, that's so that's so nice, you know. Oh, nice. Just like some people can look at a, a at a painter or something, and w- if they do like a brushstroke technique in a very specific way, and you can be like, if you also paint, you can be like, ah, oh, that's super, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I really like the lyrics of uh, really like the lyrics of this song, Thank and you. I think that it's a song for me at least. I think that it's a song when when you listen to it more often, it will um, you will find out more about uh, what the song is about, you know, and catch catch more things about it. Yes. <laughs> Well, thanks. <laughs> yes, of course. Is this song actually already online or no? No, none of the songs are online Ooh. yet. You heard it here, live and direct, same <laughs> radio. When when do you think? Because uh, w- w- I uh, I heard you're working on a uh, on a project, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm um, finishing the songs for an album, and I'm going to release a first single in uh, I think January next year. I wanted to release it sooner, but mm. uh, yeah, then the whole pandemic happened and all the shows that were supposed to play can- were canceled. So I thought like mm, I should just take my time, wait a little, and yeah. So um, next year we're going to release um, a few singles and then uh, maybe somewhere the album. But mm. right now I'm still finishing the last songs. Okay, did did uh, the time you had to take because of the pandemic that extra time you took did it change the songs a lot um no the songs that were already there didn't really change but there's uh i wrote a bunch of new songs so okay so now there's 
But I still have to finish them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. So the album got bigger, actually. Uh, well, it got it. First, it was just an, an EP, I think, mm. and now it's going to be an album. But I don't know if I'm going to release it in an album or still or two EPs. I don't mm. I'll figure out. Later. So, what do you think is the difference between what what makes an album an album and an EP an EP? I'm very curious about what people think about this. Yeah, well, for me, I think albums are uh, way better <laughs> mm. i like listening to al albums when you you like an artist and you found a few songs you want to listen to more songs and i have the feeling that it's with an ep it's just a bunch of songs so that you can uh quickly uh, follow up with new songs mm -hmm. because an album is like a for me at least it's like a big project that you work on and it takes a lot of time and energy and money and then when you release an album uh, you don't really release a new song the next month, but yeah. to nowadays I have the feeling that that's kind of the the way to go. Like uh, release singles or maybe an EP, and then you can release new stuff sooner. Yeah. So you have to f be faster with the follow up. That's a super interesting take on it because that kind of makes that you know. Let's say you release an album, and um, you know it's when you release an EP like you say you can just release an EP and then quickly afterwards release another EP but with an album you kind of want people to sit on it as well like you would have like meat in the in the stove or something you would you would like people yes. to to have some time to digest it and to pick it apart and not be like exactly like next month okay now we're releasing another thing so never yeah. never mind about that album yeah it's difficult so now you're still you're still thinking what you're still thinking what to do whether you release it in an album or in an EP form yeah so yeah, for me the songs feel like an album, but it could be smarter to release them in two EPs. But then you can also make a nice concept about it, like yeah, uh, episode one, episode two. <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure something out. <laughs> sure. But anyways, that you're you're planning to release uh, two singles in the beginning of uh, January. Yes. Uh, one single in January, and then um, well, a second single will follow up in the months after that. Yeah, I'll, I'll ask. I'll ask some more about that in a minute. But first, I feel like some new music <laughs> <laughs> could really um, could really fill fill the room with some vibes. Is is that is that a pos possibility? Yes, of course. Amazing. <laughs> So 
Josephine, thank you for uh, playing this last song. Um, the first thing that stuck out for me in the song is like the the what you what you say in the chorus, you know, the ultra violet, ultra violence, right? Did I catch that right? Yes. <laughs> okay, cool. Because when I was listening, I was like, do I hear that right or don't I hear that right? But I did hear it right. Does what uh what is that what is that comparison uh, say or wh- why do you use those? Uh, it's almost like a punchline in a sense of like punchline. It's like a, but in a sense of like that uh it's uh it's it almost sounds like the same word, you yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. Um well the image I had was uh well it's uh, it has some reference to the movie Natural Born Killers because I I sing that also in the in the references about this uh couple, dangerous couple. Yeah. <laughs> and um the idea came when I was uh just hiking with my boyfriend through uh, rural landscape in Belgium. Ooh. So then uh, it was a really bright day and it's a nice contrast to have some, like the ultraviolet of the sun, the sun and ultraviolet. So, and it sounded like each other. So I, f- I felt like it can, um, it can work together. And yeah. maybe it won't be so, if I just say 
violence <laughs> will be too <laughs> blunt for a dreamy atmosphere so yeah yeah for sure so w what so is it like a sort of a, a war song is it a song about violence uh no i think it's about um how do i say it without sounding like a weirdo just um, sound like a weirdo it's okay. all good <laughs> so uh yeah i'm really into looking stuff up about serial killers and mm. have this fascination for those kind of people i classic. think i'm not the only one <laughs> did you see did you see mind hunters of course okay, classic. <laughs> and um yeah you have sometimes these couples and they call it folie à deux when mm. people uh they drag each other along in some psychosis or really psychopathic things yeah. and um that and romance and uh that's sounded like a nice contrast yeah. so it's more about dangerous love than violence Ooh, i love that <laughs> i love the i love the inspiration for it for it as well because that is such um that is such a thing that we don't that like normal people in relationships don't really envision that imagine being in a relationship with somebody else in such a dangerous fashion you know yeah but i think we all when you're with someone you want to feel like you have the bonnie and clyde feeling so mm. maybe you can relate to it without have to without yeah killing people <laughs> you don't have to kill people for everybody it's not necessary <laughs> life will do that <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like you say it's true like uh, we do romanticize this idea of, uh, of a yeah. bonnie and clyde like two mm -hmm. bad people but at least they're they're together against the world so yeah 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 yeah, yeah yeah like this dangerous love that also is not a it's not a happy story in any type of way you know <laughs> no not at all seeming as the end uh it ends like that but i really met really when i was listening to the song i was thinking like i just found it like uh, ultraviolet is already a very super pretty word you know and to counteract it with uh with ultraviolence I just really, I, I really liked it, and I'm very glad that I heard it uh, well because I was thinking like, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just imagining it, you know? <laughs> maybe she's just saying it uh, two times, and uh, because that's also the song, yeah. the song title. Had you ever thought about uh, naming it Ultraviolence instead of Ultraviolet? Um, did I? Uh, no, because I f saw that maybe people think too much about Lana Del Rey because she has an album mm. called Ultraviolence, and you have the, it may it sounded a bit too much like clockwork orange yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, which i also really like <laughs> but uh ultraviolet sounded a bit more dreamy yeah um, so so when you get when you come up with the concept for such a for such a song when you're walking in like a super nice rural setting with your with your boyfriend do you try to reflect that in the music as well um yeah i wrote the chord the chords i wrote in the same uh, like my parents have a house in the in the ardennes oh we were beautiful there uh, so i wrote it in the garden um there in yeah so for me that the the meaning of that day really got into the chords yeah but uh and it had it had to have this hunter kind of vibe because we were walking through the through the hills and you have the feeling that you can see everything there and you just imagine like what if we were dangerous hunters so yeah <laughs> beautiful <laughs> have you already have you already figured out 
which two singles you you want to release in the beginning of uh, 2021? Uh, yes, uh, Fly in the Wall is going to be the first one. And uh, the second one is Secret, so we didn't play that yet. Oh, it's okay. The song title isn't Secret, but it's a secret. Which no, one? No, it's also the song title. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm glad I asked because I, I thought that you were like, no, nah, it's a secret. I I'm not telling you. I spoiled it. I should just keep it a secret. <laughs> yeah, it's secret. We'll, uh, we'll manage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so those are the two songs that you are, are going to release as your. It's so it's gonna be. Is it gonna be your first two singles as your uh, as your as, as yourself uh, that you put uh, online? Yes. Yes. Exciting. Yeah, very exciting. It's a long time ago since I released anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because how how long have you been making music for? Um. Yeah, but what what does what what counts? Because when everything counts. <laughs> uh, I think I wrote my first song when I was fifteen, but I really got um more um serious 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 yeah serious. <laughs> I got serious when I um went to the conservatory. So yeah. and that's when I was eighteen and twenty six now. I'm so bad at math. Eight, <laughs> eight years. Yes. <laughs> well, it's super exciting that uh, that these songs are then uh, coming coming online. Are you are you re- because you you almost had released some of these songs I presume before the whole COVID situation hit. Yeah. And now it's been postponed a bit. Does that make you more excited for them to come? Um. Yes, I have the feeling that I can prepare. I had more time to prepare and arrange some things. So. Yeah. Yeah, it feels good to uh, buy yourself some extra time. <laughs> yes, for sure, for sure. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to hear um, how these songs will be mixed, like in the, in the release version. Since, uh, since, uh, since I heard the live version, very excited to, uh, to hear that. What is your, uh, you know, we, we, we here at Slim Radio try to plug all the artists. So, what is your, uh, what is your, what are your socials? Where can people uh, keep, uh, keep up with you and know when these are singles and this album potentially or these EPs will be uh, released <laughs> uh, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook and it's Josephine Odile and uh, Josephine spelled the French way so and uh, Odile is O-D-H-I-L a lot of people uh, are having trouble with that so <laughs> I just do the spelling <laughs> amazing yeah a lot of people have uh, trouble with that maybe but if you're not good in spelling you know you can always check um, how the live session is called we will for sure have your name in there yes. spelled correctly I'm looking to my <laughs> right to the lovely uh, to the lovely staff Josephine I want to thank you for uh, for all the amazing uh, songs you played and uh, yeah we we, we, we will follow you and uh, we're excited to see uh, all the projects that, uh, that come up thank you it was really pleasure being here yes thanks for coming thanks for coming and thanks for relaying these beautiful vibes you're welcome thank you yes (laughs) slim radio we out